Hey, welcome to the More Life, Less Drama podcast. I'm your host, Prue Sulisic, and I'm here to lead you to a more fulfilling and peaceful life. This is not some fancy podcast bringing you extraordinary stories. I'm just here keeping it real, raw, and honest, so you know it's possible for you too. I want you to know yourself so well, nothing stands in your way. So let's get to it. Life is waiting. Hello, beautiful people. How are you today? It's a beautiful day here on the Gold Coast and like the rest of the country having a bit of a heatwave in September, which is interesting, but also nice. I've been out working on my tan out in the backyard, hang a bit of washing, sit on the sun lounger. <laughs> it's good. Got to get these white legs with some color on them because at the moment it might be a bit scary. <laughs> okay, so enough about me. Let's dive in to helping you. So welcome to episode 22 of the More Life, Less Drama podcast. And today we are talking into the topic of main character energy. It's apparently something that's like a Generation Z concept. Um, And me being a X generation, obviously I missed the brief. So it's interesting. I never thought of my whole life as being the main character. Like, I'm not sure if you've ever heard this term before or if you've ever attempted it or if you've recognized that you're not, but definitely I never thought of my life as being the main character, which is really strange because, well, it's my life. Who who else is going to be the main character of my life? Turns out everybody else for me is the main character that is associated with me, but I put myself last. So that's how you can think about it. If you're a person particularly a woman, and even more particular if you're a wife or have a partner and you have children, you might have found that you have done this, that everybody else comes first and you put yourself last. Like you are literally the bottom of the barrel to be looked after and everybody else takes all your energy first before you even give any energy to yourself. And that's not to say that being a wife and mother is a bad thing. It's just this energy that we bring to it. And I also do realize I want to say right now, so you don't misunderstand me, having children is a lot of work, like has creates a lot of time in your life that you do have to put them first. Like, and I get that. Um, And we don't have to do that forever. That's all I'm saying. So according to Google, when I've been Googling what main character energy looks like, It is just literally refers to somebody who lives as though they're the main character of a film or a novel. And in this case, this film or novel is our life. And it's usually really apparent to others. Like people can see that, oh, they're the main character in this this life or in this movie. Like I'm sure when you watch a movie, you know exactly who the main character is because all the focus is on them and everyone is, everyone else in the film is there to support them through that main character's journey. And it's just about looking after yourself, putting yourself first without being selfish because that's not what it's all about. It's about, yeah, really just leaning in and to looking after your, yourself and just understanding what you want in life and actually following through on that rather than always people-pleasing and putting everybody else first. So like I said, me, never thought of myself as the main character there might have been a fleeting moment that I did, um, but I'm a mum, I'm a wife, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter. I'm not the main character in those things. 
Absolutely not. Like when I reflect back on it, when I'm a mum, well, my kids are the main character. That's the main character of the story is children. When I'm a wife, my husband is the main character. When I'm a daughter, well, my parents are the main character. So I'm sure you can get the drift. I possibly, like I said, didn't have this mentality all the time. And although I do think it was fleeting, like I said, I don't, I think maybe for a certain period of time when I was maybe moving out of being that idea of a daughter and like always looking up to my parents for what to do to in into being in a relationship with somebody that I later married, there was maybe that small window of time in there that I was my own main character. And that's when I did some fantastic stuff. I traveled. I just said yes to me all the time. I was like doing all these fun things. Once I started and was in this relationship, like it was actually the relationship that had me step back into supporting character mode. It's it's when I forgot to maintain my sense of sovereignty, which is another word for main character. I have to think about myself. Like I've got full control over me and I just forgot that for a long time. Have you ever seen that movie Free Guy? <laughs> I love that movie. I thought it was going to be a bit corny, but I love Ryan Reynolds. So I was all in when I saw he was the main character of the movie. And in the movie, he plays what they call blue shirt guy. So that might ring the bell if free, if free guy doesn't actually help you, if the title makes no sense to you. So in this movie, blue shirt guy, Ryan Reynolds, is what they call an NPC, which is a non-playing character. He's just there to be part of the story. So the actual main characters have props and life to navigate around and to make them feel important and just to have like people supporting them in their life. You know, who are they going to buy their coffee off if they're not, if they haven't got NPCs? Like they're just there to serve them coffee. They're, they're there to stamp their bank statements, all that type of stuff, just to fill in space and yeah, to fill in like scenes. That's what NPCs are. And so I was wondering when I was writing this, it's like, okay, so where are you being an NPC in your own life? Remember, non-playing character. You're just a supporting role. Where are you being that in your own life? And are you ready to even step into your main character energy? This is fun. Like it doesn't have to be hard. It can just be fun. Blue shirt guy, like I said, played by Ryan Reynolds, was happy in his life. And you might have been too up until very recently or you still are and it's totally fine. He was waking up, doing the same thing each day, getting his same coffee, his latte, stamping his stamps in the bank, saying the same things. And his saying was, don't have a good day, have a great day, <laughs> which I now just say to my kids every day when I drop them off to school. <laughs> that was until one day he just wasn't. One day he was walking down the street. He caught a glimpse of something. Well, actually, it was someone, a woman, that made him think twice. That moment with passing that woman made him feel differently. Interesting, isn't it? It's like the feeling. It's like, oh, hold on. What's that? Who's that? Something different went on. It was like someone actually woke him up from his coma and his 
reality that he knew all up until this time and was happy playing, then all of a sudden he started to second guess it. And as he woke up more, the more he saw and the more he felt differently. And once he had those player glasses on, which in the movie, that's when you know someone's a main character, is that they they have these glasses on, his whole world opened up. Could be similar to a little bit of self-development, you know, the, the metaphor for that about looking and doing deep dives into your character, into your psyche, that type of stuff, which, man, I've done it all. No wonder I'm wide awake and have been able to step into this main character energy because I've done all that work. So Blue Shirt Guy, soon after waking up, he started just to do things differently. He was waking up a little bit restless. And when he went to his coffee house where he always got his latte, he decided he wanted to try a cappuccino, much to the shock of all the other NPCs. (laughs) Um, He then decided just to not play along and do what he was told or just default into what he was meant to be doing. And he decided, unconsciously first, to be the main character. And I just wanted to understand, did you know it's possible that you can decide that as well? That I'm sitting here saying that you can choose that? And would you? (laughs) Did you even know that's possible? Because I know I didn't know that was possible. And I gave it a little go, but then quickly got pulled back into playing supporting role. Many times, many times, like a lot of self-doubt comes up when you start to change things. Now, I don't want you to think that I'm on some sort of rampage to overturn everything and change everything in your life because I'm not. I just want you to notice when you start deciding that what you have always done is not always what you need to do, that you do have a choice here. And just because it's worked for the last 15 years, doesn't mean you have to continue doing it forever. And again, I'm not saying burn it all down. Absolutely not. I just want you to ask yourself a few simple questions because unlike you, I didn't have this podcast to tell me all these things. I just went through life with the pain once I started to wake up a bit and feel that I wanted something different and I just figured it out ever so slowly. It took me years to figure out. And actually, when I think back on it, it was really ever so painfully too. And But doing the work actually got me to the point where I am today, where I am the protagonist. Ooh, wow. It actually feels really good to identify with that word. I used to really dislike that word, but now I say it and I'm like, hmm, yeah, that's me. I am the main character. Absolutely. <laughs> so Sorry. I literally just got distracted in my own feelings there for a moment saying that sentence. So if you needed any more proof that our thoughts create our feelings, mark that one down because I just presented that to you live on this podcast, me saying a thought and then me having a feeling. It's like, oh, it felt good too. It felt really good. Okay, (laughs) so back to what we're talking about. Before I actually dive into those questions, I just want to give you some ideas about how you could be possibly living as the supporting character or the NPC rather than the star of your own show. And here is my top five. And just before I begin, I know I keep stopping and starting here, but bear with me. I just want to say that these examples are for us ordinary women out there. 
it's no elaborate examples that are needed because, hey, we're not in Hollywood. (laughs) We're just living everyday lives. And this is where I'm really passionate about supporting you. Like I know it's just the small little everyday things that happen in life that keep us feeling a certain way. And so that's why I'm going to give examples that match that. So the first example is, have you ever attended events? And I love to use the example of sporting events or restaurants or clubs that your partner likes to do and you just don't like to do it. So that's you being the supporting character, right? Like you don't actually want to do that, but you go along to support them in their passions. Just think of like when you were kids. I'm not sure if you're in this era, but when I yeah was a kid, I would go and watch my boyfriend playing a ba- in a band. And I used to always also watch my boyfriends play football. <laughs> but I didn't love football, but I would do it because, well, they're the main character, right? I just do things as a woman and as the girlfriend that my boyfriend wants to do. Like I remember going to sporting events with my boyfriends back then too. I don't like sport. So, yeah, maybe you're doing something similar, doing all the things that your partner, your friends, your parents like to do and just putting up with it and just going, okay, I'll just go along as well. Maybe you're eating meat and three veg six nights a week because your partner and your family like it. But you maybe love a good soup and you never get a soup because, well, everybody else likes meat and three veg. And this is really interesting because you're the one doing the cooking. But again, you put yourself last, you put everyone else first and become the supporting character rather than the main character. The third example is that you give up all the things you love to do and prioritize your family and take out family and put friends or parents, whatever the case may be, or work colleagues. I don't know. Maybe it's your boss in there, but you give up all the things you love to do and just prioritize them and their things that they love to do. So just have a think about that for a minute. I'm sure you're doing that if you are being the supporting character. You might also be the default parent and everything falls on you. Yes, your husband might go out to work and you might work part-time, for example, like I did. And all the parenting is on you. Every single drop-off, pick-up, school lunch, sporting event, piano lessons, doctor's appointments, dentist appointments, everything falls on you. And that might be you being the supporting character. So your husband could go to work every day without the stress. Yet there you are frazzled because you are putting yourself last. These, yeah, these ring really true for me a lot of the time. So I can actually feel these. And and I know that you on one level as well are also feeling them because I know you, like you were an army basically just a few years ago. The last one is... All burdens are your burdens. So if your partner or your mother or your friend has a drama, then you become the fixer and go all in to rescue everyone from their own emotions, meanwhile taking on all the emotions yourself. Sound familiar? I bet it does. And this is a bonus one that I've got for you because I couldn't leave this one out. And this one might be the hardest one of all to hear and... I just want you to know that it's okay 
and that you you get to choose something different from today onwards. And it's that you might put up with terrible behavior. You don't want to rock the boat, so you stay quiet. What ends up happening is you allow mistreatment, and that might just be really subtle. It might just be little remarks here and there. It might be you taking on the burden for everybody else. It might be you not looking after yourself. It could be really minor and it still happens. So if you feel that this is true for you, that you're putting up with terrible behavior from others, maybe it's because you're allowing yourself to be in the supporting character role rather than the main character of your life. Okay, so here are those three questions. I want you to ask yourself these questions if you are starting to wake up from your own coma. You'll know if you are because you'll catch that feeling inside of you. I know you know what I mean. (laughs) For me, it was that irritability and frustration and just feeling like I was trapped and stuck. It might have you second guessing. It might get you questioning. It might make you feel a certain way, like I said. Other ways of feeling are like squirmish, annoyed, frustrated, angry even, maybe even stubborn. Like maybe you're doing the, all the things still, like just like you've always happily done them and all of a sudden you've felt yourself being really frustrated and digging your heels in and not doing things the way that you've always done them. Maybe that's, that's how you notice it. And once you feel this, I want you to ask yourself, what is happening right now to create this feeling? And yes, before you jump at me and say, Prue, you've been teaching us that circumstances don't create feelings. No, they don't. I know they don't. And for this exercise, it's the quickest way there because your brain is attaching how you feel to a circumstance. We all know there's thoughts in between. But to just get to the bottom of this really quickly, I want you to just look at the circumstance and figure out, oh, this is what's creating this. The second question is, if I could decide to do something else, would I? And this is a simple yes and no answer. You don't need to go into elaborate details about how and what and all that sort of stuff because that would start to freak your brain out too soon. So I just want you to understand if you did have a choice, would you continue doing things the same way? Yes or no? And the last question, and this is where I want you to marinate in this for a little while. The question is, what would I do differently? And I know this is very broad and it's meant to be. I want you to get your own mind thinking. I want you to allow time and space to just let ideas come and be open to the possibility you have a choice. So I'll go through those three again. The first one is what is happening right now to create this feeling? The second one is if I could decide to do something else, would I? And the third one, what would I do? Or what would I do differently? And a simple example of this, again, oversimplified. If you're like many men that I know, I grew up in the country. It's a meat-loving country town. And meat, meat, meat is definitely my husband's dream meal every night. 
And yeah, if you're like me, maybe you can relate. <laughs> I wrote the, I wrote this down when I was making my notes was out in the bush, just like in the Simpsons, where they say, you don't make friends with salad. <laughs> that came into my brain when I was thinking about this. So maybe you have something similar going on as well. It's literally an ongoing joke in my household that you don't make friends with salad, which is not cool. We actually still do like salad in this house, but it's just like an ongoing Simpson-related joke. So for the first 15 years of your relationship, getting back to the story, you played the supporting character beautifully. You served up dinner every night right on 6 o'clock just like your partner liked. Oh, this sounds very familiar from my childhood. And one day you started to get annoyed. You don't even really know what until you started to ask yourself the question, what is creating this feeling in me? And the answer was, I'm just sick of cooking meat every night. I don't even like meat. If I was to choose what I would have, I would choose something completely differently. So the the answer to that question is, what's creating the feeling? It's cooking meat every night for dinner. And if you continued on this path, what would you do? What would happen if you just had the little nudge to change and you didn't follow through on anything and you just stayed the same, what would happen is that you would become resentful and bitter. It would feel like you were trapped. Don't you think? Have you ever had that feeling before? And worse still, you realize you trapped yourself, which is like, oh, it feels so frustrating when you figure that out. And you have a lot of thoughts that come up constantly because you're trying to justify everything. So your thoughts that you have are things like, oh, well, come on, Prue, like I signed up for this. I knew this was what it was going to be like. And you're trying to calm your body and trying to allow it to stay where it has always been, but your body just knows differently. You you want to grow and this is just keeping you stuck. And it is true, back to the comment about you created this or allowed this, it is true. Like you have allowed this up until this moment. And what is also true is you are allowed to choose something new, create a new path, do things differently. I find it very interesting watching this play out. Like women do this to themselves all the time. So in this moment, what can you do? You can ask yourself, what is happening right now to create these vibrations in me? Like this feeling of frustration and it's cooking the same food that I don't even like. If I could choose something different, would I? And the answer is a resounding yes. And what would I do differently? Well, that's easy. I'd make Pomodoro spaghetti because I love pasta. I love spinach pie. I love lots of things that do not have meat in them. (laughs) So many things. And like I said, I know this is an oversimplified example. Yet what I know is it's actually the little things like dinners and food that build big resentment. And it's about identifying and noticing those small things. Because let's be honest, marriages don't break down usually from one big thing. No, it's the small details that are left unsaid and unresolved that do it. So this is the first step into stepping into the main character energy. But how else could you allow this in your life? Big question. And before we continue, just because you feel this way, I'm talking about the frustration or having this realization that you've allowed yourself to be here. 
and all the stuff going on does not mean that anything has gone wrong. It's a great sentence to think on purpose. Nothing has gone wrong here. And I'm not asking you to seek out someone or something to blame. This is not the point of this. It's actually simply just about being aware. That's all. And once you do step into the main character energy, it's not about being an egotistical idiot either. It's simply you allowing space to put you first. That's it. That's all I'm asking you to do. What I see all too often is people not doing the work on themselves because they feel like if they open Pandora's box, everything will spew out and life will become a huge big mess and you won't be able to put it back in. And it's actually what I've realized is a false fear. In actual fact, the opposite is true, is what I have found. Choosing not to grow when life is giving you little nudges is usually actually the thing that will complicate your life later. It is when marriages break down, when your eating habits catch up with you and now you're sick. It is the perfect environment to build and grow resentment, bitterness and anger. But we're not focusing on all the negatives so much today. I just, I always feel like I have this responsibility to bring those to you as well. Really, I want to talk about these positives with you because that's more exciting. Like we could spend forever in the negatives, but really I want to allow you a sneak peek into results that people are getting in their lives that have stepped into this energy, whether they know it or not, whether they've like articulated it as main character energy or not, that's actually what they're always doing but it's just me now putting a label on it. So here are some results that my clients have achieved because of stepping into main character energy. And as usual, I'm going to start with me because, well, obviously I love talking about myself. (laughs) And I've already sort of touched on this already and I have actually mentioned it in the podcast previously, but it's worth mentioning again. And that is that when I've stepped into main character energy of my life and just choosing to put me first, ultimately meaning that I'm putting my my own needs above somebody else's, and that is me saying no to watching professional live sport. It sounds so minor, and a lot of people will be like, Prue, really? Just go along and watch the footy. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I've never liked watching sport, and I have felt so much resentment in the past when I've said yes to going and it's hours of my life I can't get back. But you'll be happy to hear that I have politely declined three invitations to live sporting events over the last couple of months and man, it feels good. Like no regret there. I don't have FOMO about missing out. I just feel good that I've actually allowed myself to be the main character and to accept that I don't want to spend time in my life doing that thing. So you won't ever see me at a live sporting event other than my children's sporting events that I like. And this is another one. So a client of mine recently had a huge win. You see, she would never book anything for herself that involved leaving her husband to look after their children by himself. And recently she let me know she booked him for a three-day retreat that will take her out of the home for four nights like huge. Her children are a little bit older, they're not babies, but this exhausted mama has been wanting to do this for years and often looks after everything while her partner goes away. Like He's been away on on numerous trips himself 
And finally, she decided that she is worth her own time, which is incredible. It makes me so happy to hear that women are putting themselves first and saying yes to themselves, making themselves the main character of their story. Yeah, she hasn't gone on it yet. She's going soon. And I know she's going to thoroughly enjoy it. Another client has struggled forever to lose weight. And her biggest excuse was her family and kids wouldn't support her. And if she was doing this thing, she would be making meals for her and also making meals for her family. Well, she finally decided that if she wanted to see this goal realized, then main character energy was necessary. She simply just started making food she wanted to support herself. She didn't even bring it up and her family just joined her like she was cooking anyway. (laughs) And they were just like, great, there's food on the table. And even better news is that they didn't notice and it turns out that all those excuses were not really real and now she's on her way to achieving her goal. Like how amazing is that? Just because she put herself as the main character and was like, you know what? Everyone can just eat what I'm eating. Like it's still great food. And she just did. And she was making a mountain out of a molehill all those years that she had not done that in the fear that she wouldn't have to make all these different meals. And you know what? I've had another client too, just thinking about that. She decided that she was still going to make what they liked and then just make hers. And that also wasn't a big deal. She was just like, oh my God, it's just so easy. Like I'm making food anyway. I can just do mine slightly differently. So yeah, I just wanted to side note on that one. So this is the power of main character energy. When you elevate yourself to the main character, you actually do the things that support you and that you want to do. And then your goals can start to be realized. I've had other women that have had incredible results too. And one that comes up fairly often when we talk about this, when they start putting themselves first, is better sex. So I'm not going to elaborate too much on this, but just think about it. If you make yourself just as important as your partner in the bedroom, then, well, the result is always going to be that you are pleasured more, that you are going to enjoy sex a lot more. So just hanging that out there and letting you know that definitely this is a side effect of living in main character energy. Better sex is always going to happen. (laughs) Another example of main character energy helping is when women have started and grown small businesses. A woman that decides to build a business on the side from the things that she was doing, like working and raising children and looking after the household is really tapping into main character energy. I mean, it takes a lot of time and dedication to do something like that while also doing other things. And with the time focus on the business, that means actually time not focused on the family and the household. And again, it's just putting you first. So it's actually a really good practice. And I love working with women who have small side hustles And yeah, it really actually supports the idea that they can step into that energy and yeah, put themselves first. It was actually really true for me. I did the side hustle thing for years and it helped me build my self-belief first. But what really cemented me being the main character in my life was going all in on this coaching business. All my other businesses were on the side. Like I had a job and was raising a family simultaneously 
to running and well, creating, running and growing those businesses. But nothing screams main character energy like making yourself the CEO of your own business, which is what I have done inside Head Coach. Like I am the CEO of Head Coach and I show up every day as important as anybody else out in the world in a job. But I don't want you to think that that's the only way to step into main character energy is to build a side business or a side hustle. It's not. That was just good for me and has helped other women as well. But you've got to find what works for you. That's the beauty of this. Like there's no right or wrong way to do this. It's just what works for you. And that's where I want to leave you today. I want to plant this seed and now I want you to go off and water it. I want you to be the one who figures out what would step you into being the main character of your own life. Is it by saying no to something or is it by saying yes to something? I want you to leave this podcast with an easy goal for yourself. Within seven days, I want you to create a list of things you want to stop doing and a list of things you want to start doing to claim your title as main character. No one needs to see this list. So you can be completely honest with yourself. There's just definitely no judgment from me and I would hope no judgment from you. Be completely honest. And as usual, to help support you in this process, I know your brain is going to freak out and you might not even do the task. There's only a small percentage of people that will actually follow through and do the task. But I want to create a sentence with you that will help you when you need to be redirected to something new, to think differently. And this sentence this week for you to practice is being the main character of my story is a gift that everyone will benefit from. And I give myself permission to try it out. That's a good one. I really like that one. I'm just going to repeat it one more time. Being the main character of my story is a gift that everyone will benefit from. And I give myself permission to try it out. See, it's not like committing to it. It's just trying it out. That's all you're doing. So when your brain freaks out and it's like, oh my God, I could never stop doing that. I just want you to redirect your brain to this beautiful sentence that will calm your nervous system, allow you to just try it out. Okay, friends, that is it for me today. Before I go, I just want to remind you that if you do need support with any of this, I want to invite you into my Be Unshakable membership program. It's a place where I get to support you and we take these concepts and we put them into action, all while learning to process through all our emotions that I know hold you back from making these changes. And so it's a new month, just about beginning. And if you want to try it out for half price for the first month, I have a discount code waiting for you. And if you want that discount code, you just need to follow the link in my show notes to get started. So come in and try out Be Unshakable for four weeks. See what you think. And let me support you on creating this change in your life so you can then be unshakable and be the main character of your own story. Okay, my friends, that's it. I hope you have a lovely day. I'll speak to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to More Life, Less Drama. All the details of this podcast can be found in the show notes on my website. And if you want to take your growth to the next level, I invite you to become part of my membership program, Be Unshakable. 
where we take this information and dive headfirst into putting it into action. Go to www.head-coach.com.au for all the details. Until next week.